Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it is June 7th, it's 2019, and we have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Oh man, outstanding. Uh, definitely ready to hop into this slate. It's going to be a good one. Pitchers everywhere, spots to attack everywhere. Man, I cannot wait. Yeah, like, so I just want to throw this out there already. Like, I'm going to put this out on the plate. I'm playing one team today. Um, so I'm going to be very, very picky on how I build. I'm going to I'm gonna give my analysis like I normally would if I was playing five teams or something. But uh, my daughter has a dance show all weekend, and we've been at the theater all week. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to be so busy tomorrow that it, it's not even worth it for me to try to play more than one team. So I wanted to throw that out there right now. Um, oh, man. But yeah. man, can I throw something out there? Sure. Shout out to my Braves coming through in the clutch. I don't know why they didn't do this sooner. Uh, got a nice signing today, picking up Dallas Keiko. I'm excited about this clubhouse. Oh, man. Oh, buddy. Uh, I- I've been hoping they were going to do this. I I was talking to a, a guy on Twitter, Brandon, talking to him about it a couple months ago, saying we need to, need it to go out and just pay the man, get another reputable arm in the bullpen. Dallas Keiko is coming to the chop house. I am so excited. I'm excited to stack against him. It's my fate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to see. Him. I wanted to see Will's reaction. You guys can't see it, but I can see it. Um, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up to the Rotogrinders link so we get access to three months of Rotogrinders Premium on your first deposit for Fantasy Draft, and you'll get uh, any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. So if you haven't checked them out, uh, sign up to the Rotogrinders links. Well, we got 14 games. We got a Friday. We got a lot to talk about. We start with Cincinnati at Philadelphia. It's Tyler Molly against Zach Eflin. Um, don't see a total on this game yet. Uh, any interest here in Tyler Molly? You know, I actually don't mind Molly in this spot, especially if you're thinking about, um, you know, possibly being a little different. He's been reputable. Uh, I mean, if, if you look at his numbers here, uh, on the season, 3.35 xFIP, 26.2% K rate. Uh, it's been keeping the ball on the ground a, a fair amount to righties. The problem is the lefties. Uh, and that, that's what's always been the problem. So, I mean, he looks like he's probably going to face two lefties. Well, three if you include Cesar Hernandez, who's going to be switching. And Cesar, I think, hits a little bit better from the left side. So maybe three lefties. If he can get through, you know, Hernandez, Harper, and Bruce, then uh, maybe he'll be okay. I don't think. You know, I don't think you'll see anyone outside of that. So, Adam, uh, you know, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but Adam Hasley uh, got called up. He's like top five prospect in Philly's organization. He's going to be taking over for McCutcheon. He's a lefty. God dang it. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, either way. Uh, well, that, that gives him a little more. We'll see because maybe, maybe they play Kangaroo tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe they don't. Um, 
But at any rate, you know, as long as he can kind of pitch around some of these lefties, uh, I don't hate it. I mean, I I don't I don't love the price on FanDuel, but uh, I'll take it. And then you know, of course, on DK, you know, I think it's okay. Uh, you know, for for the slate we have, especially with the, the fact there's going to be so much offense out there. Yeah, I, I think it's okay too. Um, I, I just wanted to throw out that like. You know, Jay Bruce, Bryce Harper, Hernandez, and um, I think it's Hesley is how you say it. Um, he had, he did have a, a pretty high strikeout rate in, in AAA this season. He started the season in AA. Uh, he moved through the ranks really fast. Um, he wasn't supposed to get called up this year. Let's just put it that way. Um, but if you're going to learn, you might as well learn now that, you know, McCutcheon's out. So, Showed really good power at double-A, has some speed. Um, but triple-A, you know, in 25 at-bats, he only got six games in triple-A. This guy started the season in double-A. Um, yeah, I don't know how I missed that, man. I, I have, I've got my Cincinnati Reds page pulled up. I was like, I don't see it. But I guess I just missed that. But thank yeah, you. He got, That's about the two-man pot. Yeah, he got called up when uh, McCutcheon got hurt. So, you know, prayers out to McCutcheon. Hope for a speedy recovery. Uh, any interest in Zach Eflin on the other side of this game? <sighs> uh, These no. are like the same pitcher. Tyler Molly's yeah. better than Zach Eflin in, in retrospect, but both of these yeah. pitchers excel against right-handed hitters, and there's just more lefties in the Cincinnati lineup that you feel comfortable with when you're looking at Zach Eflin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't uh... – I don't think I want to play Epson, man. I mean, he's going to see Votto, Dietrich, Winker, Barnhart. I mean, I, you're right, man. They're pretty much the same. I just – I think I like uh, – yeah, they're pretty much both the same. And, and Eflin can go deeper in the game if these lefties happen to not hit the ball. So – but Eflin's 87 and, and Molly's 73. I'd I side with Molly in, in this spot. Yeah, and Eflin's coming back from injury, too. Um, yeah. So it was a back injury. I don't think really expected to be too bad. But, you know, obviously it's his first start off the IL. So you got to be cautious about that. Let's talk Cincinnati bats. Um, you know, it's really two, potentially three guys for me. It's Dietrich, it's Winker, it's Suarez as that potentially third bat. But really it's Dietrich and Winker for me. Yeah, listen, man, whenever my boy Tucker Barnhart is uh... – it's catching. I just I just like to circle it because no one ever plays him on FanDuel. He's always pretty cheap. Uh, and then he, he's also pretty cheap on, on DK as well at 3200 I mean, I still think that's fine. So, you know, he's a guy I just – I circle, man, in, in the right spot, and I definitely think uh, th- this is the right spot. So he's another one on my list. He doesn't have the same power numbers, but, but the guy, man, he just – He'll drive in runs. He'll get you know. He'll get on base, and every now and then he'll get your home run. So I, I like Barnhart today as well. Yep, don't ever hate him. Uh, obviously, I like cheap catchers. My my cheap catcher of choice Thursday was Travis Darno. Um, we all know how that worked out. So um, as far as the Philly bats go here, I, I respect Tyler Molly. I think he's a good pitcher. Uh, I don't mind lefties against him. So I don't mind Harper. But there is no way on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft I'm paying this price for Jay Bruce. I know he's been hot since he, you know, joined the Philadelphia Phillies, but zero chance. And I, I will, I will say, like I'll probably give Hasley a look at thirty three hundred. Yeah, Jay Bruce at fifty one hundred. Just 
I mean, this is the right spot to play Jay Bruce at 5,100. I will say that. Like, if we were going to play Jay Bruce at 5,100, maybe, maybe a better spot would be against Edwin Jackson. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, Jay, Jay Bruce, I, I'm not playing him at 5,100, but I think if you're stacking Phillies lefties, I, I would do it. I mean, he, he's going to be a contrarian tournament play. I don't see too many people playing him in that, at that price. Yeah, I'd have to be rolling out like 20 plus teams to start getting Jay Bruce exposure on this. <laughs> that price is just, it's up there. So, uh, moving on here, we got Arizona at Toronto. We got Merrill Kelly against Marcus Stroman. Um, this is a nine total. And uh, Stroman's a 140 favorite here. Do you have any interest in Merrill Kelly? No. Yeah, I actually have some interest in the Toronto Bats. We'll get there in just a second. Um, Stroman on the other side, massive ground ball guy. Like to target him more against teams that strike out. And Arizona is a team that does have some K's, but I don't know if this is the spot I play Stroman. Oh man, yeah, I. It, it, it's a tough one for me because Arizona is a team. They're kind of on that list of teams for me that I've just tried to not pick on if I didn't have to, and I don't think I have to pick on them on this. Like, there's there's plenty pitching. Uh, that we can use, and especially Strowman at 8,200. I just don't think it's worth it with the limited K upside. I mean, even if he got the win and three or four Ks, what, what's he going to be at? Maybe 18 points because he's probably going to give up a run. I mean, he hasn't gone, he hasn't had a clean game uh, since May 26th. I mean, April 26th, excuse me. Hasn't had a clean game since then. So I, I'm expecting him to give up a run or two. I just can't pay this price for Marcus Stroman. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, let's talk Arizona bats. You know, anytime you're facing Stroman, you got to look for fly ball hitters. And Escobar and Walker would be the two guys that I'd be looking at for upside. I wouldn't stack them. It'd be one-offs. Um, and, you know, they profile really well against him sinker-wise as well. So those would be the two guys that I'd be looking at as one-offs here. I would not stack Arizona in the spot. Yeah, me either, man. I, I'm with you 100%. Um, especially Escobar. You got to think he's not going to have as much ownership today, and he's got a really, really good shot to uh, send one out of the park. Uh, what do you like here for Toronto? Man, I, I really like these bats today. I just hope they don't let me down. Their big game was yesterday, or the day before yesterday, excuse me, um, you know, against Paxton. And you know, I, I'm just hoping they don't let me down. Merrill Kelly, man, uh, just hasn't been good. Uh, Woba is pretty high to both sides of the plate. Um, and so, you know, when, when I see things like that, I like all these bats. Uh, it's just which combination are they going to use. Uh, you got to think Sogard's going to play. You know Vlad's going to play. You, you got to think Smoke and Tellez are going to play. Gritchick is a guy they've been kind of playing no matter what. Will they play Biggio? We don't know. Will they play Guriel? Because Guriel was kind of hot. And I'm assuming Freddie Galvis is going to play as well. So I really like these guys. Um, you know, one of the things that, that that I'm looking at here is, you know, Kelly, he, he's about four, about 40% fastball. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a, roughly around 91 miles per hour on the, on the velocity. And if you look at this team, uh, Sogard, Vlad, Smoke, and, and look, Vlad – Vlad doesn't have as many batty ball events, but all these guys see fastball. So I, I kind of try not to over over deflate the numbers. But these guys see fastballs, and, and I mean, 
the top five guys, man, these ISOs are everyone's above a 200. So I, I'm really excited to, to, to get exposure to these guys. I, I think they could be in for a massive day here uh, if, if Kelly, you know, throws a few, meat, a few meatballs over the plate early. Not a Kelly fan whatsoever. Me, personally, not a Kelly fan. Love this spot for Toronto. You touched on a lot of things that I was going to touch on here. Tells, Vlad, Grichik are the guys that I really like here. I like the three-man. I always think you can make a three-man a four-man or a five-man, however you want to do it. But I, I really like the three-man. And uh, Tells is just so cheap that, you know, if he if he hits a home run here, he's instantly paying off his price tag. So, really like Vlad. He's shown a lot of power against right-handed pitching. And this is just a guy that's not going to overpower anybody. So, uh, really like Toronto. New York at Cleveland, nine total. Uh, Domingo Herman against Zach Plezik. Uh, Plezik? Um, Herman is a 130 favorite. Uh, any interest in him? Man, a- after what I saw, what I've been seeing from Cleveland, I feel like I need need to have some interest in him uh we know the guy has some stuff um so i I think i do have a little bit of bit of interest uh the problem is i don't like the price i I don't like 9500 to pay for domingo herman on on dk i I just i really don't like it and that's the only thing that i think would keep me away from him i don't think i play him in cash i think i reserve him for mass multi-entry tournaments only um, just because I think I, I think I play Tyler Molly over him at that price today. So uh, I I like Herman. I, I don't think Cleveland is going to, you know, touch him up too much. But I just I'm not comfortable with the price. And, and so that's going to keep my ownership down on him. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um, if you're going to end up on like two 9K guys, I think that's when you look at him. Um, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. Or if you're you're wanting to stack one of the top offenses on the slate. Like say you want to stack like Texas against Brett Anderson or something like it's going to cost a lot to stack them. Maybe you're looking at her. Yeah. Maybe you're looking at like Herman or somebody, you know, in that role or, you know, so, you know, obviously there, there are a bunch of spots in the slate uh, to attack and there, you know, there's obviously a lot of, um, you know, cheaper bats in some good spots. So there, I, I, you know, it's just for me, I think he's in play. Um, I do like him a lot better on FanDuel at 8,100. Like, I like him a lot there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any interest in Plizik, Plizik on the other side? No, I, I'm just I'm just not doing it. Uh, Yankees have been hitting, man. Uh, man, my boy DJ LeMayhew, Stevie, just keeps raking. I've been talking about this guy for weeks now. So, no, I'm not playing Plizik. Uh, let's talk bats here. Yankees, um, I have a feeling you're about to mention DJ LeMayhew. Yeah, let's hop back on the DJ LeMayu train. I mean, man, listen, you know, he's not hitting home runs every day, although he is hitting them some days. But the guy, he's just an on-base machine, Steve. I mean, if you saw what he's done in this in this Toronto series, man, just getting on base, driving in runs. Uh, if guys are on base, they got to feel good seeing DJ LeMayu come up because they just got to know that, that he's going to drive them in. Love what he's doing. Uh, you know, Hicks hit hit a bomb today. Maybe he'll kind of come out of his funk. Gary the Goat didn't send one over the fence uh, uh, yesterday, or you know, against um, uh, geez, against Edwin Jackson. But who cares? The guy's been raking all month uh, for for about a month now. Uh, old man Kendris Morales, will you will you stay on that train as long as he's cheap? I think so. Uh, but these guys, are, they're exciting to watch. I like the fact that they're producing without the big bats. 
Uh, Brett Gardner's even in a nine hole now. I love that spot for him. Zero ownership on a guy that's been a professional hitter in this league for years now. Can't say enough about the Yankees. They are definitely on my list for tournaments. Yep, certainly like the Yankees as well. Uh, I will say, you know, one thing that I've noticed when I was digging into Plesic's, um like minor league numbers, he doesn't give up a ton of home runs. Um, I don't think that is something you worry about when you're looking at the Yankees, but it is something that I wanted to note. Uh, but I, I do like the Yankees bats. I think they're a top stack on the slate for sure. Uh, as far as the Cleveland bats go, I know there's some cheap bats here, but it's just really hard to play anybody outside of Lindor. And if I'm paying up for Lindor, like as a one-off, it's just, it's tougher to do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm just scratching Cleveland off today. And if Lindor has another massive game, then, you know, tip the cap and move on. But I, I man, I, I want to keep playing Jose Ramirez, but I feel like at this point he's still too cheap. But it's almost like when Giancarlo Stanton went through his funk. Was was that three years ago now? Where he just he was just awful at the plate. I think it was three years. Yeah, it had to be three years ago. Just awful at the plate. And we just had to stop playing him. And that's kind of what I'm gonna do with Jose Ramirez until he turns it around. Yeah, I, I haven't been playing him, so um I don't have to he doesn't owe me anything. Uh, Rockies and Mets in New York, seven and a half total. Antonio Sensatella against Jacob Degrom. Degrom a two ten favorite. Uh, any interest here in Sensatella? No. Yeah, this team's starting to get healthy, and um, I think that makes a huge difference. I know Cano a little banged up again, but you know for the most part, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably stay away from Sensatella here. He just throws too many fastballs. Um, DeGrom on the other side of this game, we do like to target Colorado when they're on the road. Um, any interest here in DeGrom? Uh, yes. My heart tells me that I really need to load up on DeGrom here. So um, cheap. Yeah, it's just, my goodness, man, 9,400. And that's what I was saying. Like, why would I play... Domingo at 95 when you've got DeGrom at 94. Uh, so let's just hope he's completely healthy at this price. He's, I think he's the steal of the day. And I, I think everybody would agree for his talent level, for what he's able to do, uh, he's got to be the steal of the day. I mean, if you look at in, in comparison to FanDuel, he's the fourth highest priced pitcher. Um, and then on DK, he is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh highest priced pitcher behind Domingo Herman. Uh, Heaney is ninety two hundred. He shouldn't be this cheap. I, 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 I like him today. Lance Lynn is more than Jake Degrom. People, what a world we live in. And Lynn's <laughs> been fantastic, but he should not be more than Jacob Degrom. Yep, uh, I certainly like the goat. Um, you know, he's certainly a guy that I just feel like he's just underpriced for this matchup. Like. I think that here's the thing. I think Sorica, I think Kershaw, they have really good matchups on this slate. And if you want to pay up for those guys, it's fine. I think Garrett Cole has a ton of upside on this slate face in Baltimore. All three of the guys up top that we're going to talk about here in a few minutes are all in great spots. But the discount that you get for a dude of Jacob deGrom's caliber is just incredible facing a team that, yeah, when they're at home, you don't pick on Colorado. But when they're on the road, they're one of the worst road teams in baseball. And obviously, 
I hate road home splits. Uh, I don't think the sample's ever good enough because there's so many different types of ballparks and all that stuff. But when the Rockies are on the road, I, I certainly pick on them. When they're at home, they're playing in cores. It's such a huge difference. So for me, DeGrom's certainly in play. Um, I don't hate Colorado as a leverage stack. DeGrom's going to be popular. And if you're playing a bunch of teams today and you're going to load up on DeGrom, I think you build one head stack with Colorado because they have the power to beat him. You know, they, Blackman's going to be back. They got Story. They got Dahl. They got Arenado. They got Murphy. Like, you make that five-man head stack today if you're playing a lot of DeGrom. Oh, you could just go ahead and guarantee Daniel Murphy a home run right now. Uh, he's not playing around in in, uh, in at City Field. A bomb is on the way. Uh, he's going to try to punish these guys. Now, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I don't I'm not think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's just narrative street because there's no real facts that say Murphy's going to hit a bomb. But it's just, man, uh, I just, it's you know, that's a narrative street call. The Daniel Murphy bomb, but uh, other than that, I, I'm not I'm not playing any uh, any Rockies today. Yep, can certainly understand it. Like I said, it would be a hedge stack if I'm rolling out a bunch of Degrom. Uh, Mets bats here against Sensatella. Like I say, Sensatella throws a ton of fastballs. If is there anybody you're looking at here for the Mets? Listen, for all of my talk about how the Mets stink, yes, they stink. But the matchup is a lot more sweet than the funk today. I like the Mets, man. Uh, Sensatella's been – if you think the Mets have been bad, Sensatella's been worse. And I, I, I like the Mets today. Conforto looks good. Alonzo, if Dominic Smith plays, Jeff McNeil is bad. Uh, you know, the, the Todd father, Rosario. I, the Mets stink, yes, but I like the Mets today against Sensatella. I mean, you've already talked about it, Stevie. Come on, a guy that's going to be in the 65% fastball range. Uh, that means pretty much, you know, every six out of 10 pitches is a fastball. These guys can just sit there all day and hack away. So I'm really excited to play these guys. Uh, I think this is a, a, a premier stack of the night. Really excited to get some exposure to the New York Mets. And now they will score zero runs. Yep, we'll endorse them. Time to fade them. Um, but no, I, I like I like McNeil. I like um, if Dominic Smith is in there, I like him. Uh, he's cheap on Fanduel, and uh, I don't hate Conforto. Uh, moving on, Minnesota at Detroit. Michael Pineda against Matt Boyd, eight and a half total. Michael Pineda is a one thirty-eight favorite here, and that's just giving his bats a ton of respect. Um, any interest here in Pineda? No. I'm not playing Michael Pineda. No, sir. Yeah, like if he wasn't coming off the IL, uh, you know, I know it was only a knee injury and all that stuff. Um, I just, if he wasn't coming off the IL, I think I'd have some interest. He does have K upside. You know, I, I think he's a guy that could go out, you know, and pitch well and get some strikeouts. He's super cheap. But if he, he's coming off the IL, this is the third, third time he's faced this team this season. I just, I, I have a lot of issues with all that. So, uh, Matt Boyd on the other side. I think Matt Boyd is a really good real-life pitcher. I think he's a great pitcher. I think he's, you know, a guy that is quickly becoming um, a, a guy that you could trust. It's just really hard to trust any pitcher a, against the Minnesota Twins right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I had zero exposure to uh, Max Kepler 
Whoo, what a game. Uh, you know, uh, th three home runs, no biggie. Another one bites the dust. Uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't play Boyd in this spot. And, I mean, I, I honestly think he would be fine. Really, like, generally speaking, I don't think Minnesota would light him up, but I, he's not going to get through clean. And at 10-4, I do want the possibility to get through clean. And I just, doesn't, I just don't think he provides us with that opportunity today. Uh, at 10-4, you know, th there are plenty of other guys that I'd rather play uh, under and, and above him. Uh, you know, I, I think I'd just rather play Kershaw on the spot, just spend the extra 800 bucks. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm going to have much Matt Boyd today. Yeah, fair enough. Um, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Uh, any interest in the Minnesota Bats? So, and that, that's, that's the crazy part about it. I don't want to play the Minnesota Bats either because I don't think this is a stackable spot. Uh, I do think this is maybe a spot for some one-offs. Uh, you know, maybe a guy like C.J. Crone can come through for you. Um, you know, maybe a guy like Polanco can come through, but, I mean, he's pretty expensive. Well, he's 4300 on DK, but on Fanduel, he's a lot more expensive. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe Sano comes through for you. There's just a lot of unknowns. Uh, and then Eddie Rosario is a guy I like to play against lefties just because he hits lefties pretty well. But I don't think this is a stackable spot. I think this is just honey for home runs. And for that reason, I don't really want to target too many twins. Nelson Cruz crushes sink or sliders. Um, he's a guy that hits sliders very well. He just hits left-handed pitching really well. So um, I do think that, you know, I, I do think Nelson Cruz is really interesting for tournaments. Uh, as far as the Detroit bats go, they don't have a ton of power bats that you can, you know, load up on here against Pineda. That's why I said I don't, I don't hate Pineda if he wasn't coming off the IL. But Castellanos and Dixon, probably the two guys that I'd look at here. Pineda has struggled with some reverse splits, a lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls, high ISO against righties and Castellanos. Miguel Cabrera and Dixon are really the three righties you play from Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I just. I think I've got some interest in Detroit today, man. Um, I, f I feel like Goodrum will be okay. Castellanos, you know, you mentioned those guys. It, I'm not trying to repeat talking about the Miami Marlins and what they did in Milwaukee, but I think this is the same scenario. A cheap team against a pitcher that's coming off the aisle that's not great, um, has given up runs in the past, pretty much giving up, you know, about three runs almost every game. And, yeah, we're going to need more than three runs to, to take down a tournament. But I just think at these prices, man, Castellanos, 36, Goodrum, 38, Jacob, Mr. Jacoby Jones, 33. I, I think these guys are too cheap for this spot, man. I, I, I think they can get to uh, Pineda today. I, I like this spot. I, I think this is the cheap team of the day. I think if you want to play uh, a guy like Garrett Cole and then go down to a guy like DeGrom, I think this is how you get it done. I think you load up on Detroit. I'm perfectly comfortable playing Detroit today against Pineda. Fair enough. Atlanta at Miami. Mike Sorica against Jose Arena. Uh, eight total here. Uh, Sorica's a 190 favorite. Um, any interest here in your boy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to go out there and try to 
th- throw a pitch at, at at Pineda and get to- at uh at Urania and get tossed. I just can't trust any Braves pitchers. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think they'll do that this time. I hope not. I'd, I'd be really upset if they did. I like Soroka today. I think he's going to be fine, man. A guy that, you know, the ground ball rate this season, Stevie, my goodness, 58%. Just outstanding. Uh, and then you look at his pitch mix, man. I mean, he's mainly throwing sinkers. You look at what these guys have done, the sinkers. You look at the ISO numbers. They're almost uh, transparent. They're a vapor. The only guy that's got an ISO above 200 is Curtis Granderson, and uh, I'm not scared of Curtis Granderson. So, yes, Miami had a had a just rate in Milwaukee. They're back home now. Soroka's a good pitcher. This team, the ISO numbers are ridiculous. The ground ball rates are through the roof. I just don't see how they hang a number on him. Soroka's one of my favorite pitchers on the day. Uh, I, he's very expensive. I'm not thrilled about the price, but I do feel like he's very safe on this slate. Uh, and I think people will be afraid to play him because of how pesky Miami was in Milwaukee. Yeah, pesky or not, the guy is just really, really good facing a team that hits a ton of ground balls in general. They strike out against righties. It's just a really good spot for him all around. So certainly a guy that I'm considering um, as my one lineup SP1, like, Really debating on him and Degrom. Um, yeah. You know, I, there's an SP two that I really like, so um, that's kind of where I'm going to end up there. But uh, as far as Jose Arena goes on the other side, I will say, ever since he he he's kind of fixed. Uh, I was watching the Marlins game. I think it was against uh, Tampa or Detroit. He fixed something in his um, delivery of the plate, like mechanics wise. And ever since that's happened, he's won three straight games. So I will say, like. Jose Arena like might actually be fixed. Um, I don't think I'd play him here against the Braves, but I think it's definitely something to note uh, because I think the Braves are going to come out and try to pound him here. But um, it, it's just it was interesting. Like you know, it's just a tidbit you pick up pick, watching the game. You know, I'm not playing Jose Arena, right? No, I'm not playing him either. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, I, like in his. In his three starts since he fixed stuff, like I will say, like he he's looked like his numbers have been fantastic. 18, 20, and you know, 19.9. Like, you know, a couple earned runs, only one home run allowed in those three games. Like, I, I will say, like, you know, it's a lot better than what he was at the beginning of the season. So yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. Uh I I'm I'm definitely not playing Jose Urania today, though. I, I just I can't do it. No, no, not against the Braves. They want his head. Um, Atlanta Bats, do you play the narrative stack here? <laughs> well, at least we know they won't get tossed. They can't throw a ball at them. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Atlanta today, and, and that's not just me being a homer. Um, listen, the guy still got a pretty high woba. He, look, the ground ball rate is is right where you like for it to be when you have a pitcher like this. To me, to me, he's almost like Marcus Stroman, if you really want to think about it. Um, but I, I, I just, I've seen the Braves play Uray enough to know that they just hit this guy really well. And I, you know, I guess we'll see how well tomorrow or, or today when, when the game starts, but I, I just know the Braves have, have typically hit him really well. So, uh, I, I've, I've got some interest in the Braves. I don't think I full stack the Braves though. I do think out this would be a mini stack day. Uh, like a Freeman, Marcakis, Riley, 
you know, Acuna, Freeman, Donaldson. I, I, I wouldn't go all in on them because I, I don't expect them to score like 10 runs on him, but I do think they're going to score four, four or so uh, on him. And uh, so I, you know, I, I would mini stack them. Freeman, Freeman and, uh, and Donaldson being my favorite too. I think Acuna is my favorite. <laughs> Just playing the straightener. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind looking at a mini stack for Atlanta. Um, there's zero Miami bats that I play here though. Zero. No. Not not one. Yep, that, that one's easy for me. Uh, no no interest. There uh, it is. Ta- Tampa Bay at Boston. Torino's Porcello no total. Um, any interest here in Yanni Torino's? No. Yeah, I think Torino's is a good real life pitcher, um, but not been, not playing him here in Fenway. Uh, and I really don't have interest in Rick Porcello on the other side of this game. Tampa has just been so good recently. Yep, Porcello's on my do not play list today. Uh, let's talk some bats here. What are we looking at here for Tampa? Man, so so here's the deal. I don't know how we don't play Austin Meadows today, Stevie. Uh, the guy's been fantastic. Uh, I mean, is he priced up? Absolutely. But when you look at the stark contrast between this team with lefty and righty pitching, it, it's it's almost it, – it's unbelievable. This team is crushing right-handed pitching this year, and I, I, I'm really excited, man. I mean, you know, and, and Porcello's pretty much about 40% on the sinker. Austin Meadows, man, 40% a hard hit rate. I, I know the ground ball rate's at 42%. I, I don't care, man. Um, I, I really like what I'm seeing from these guys. I'm excited to play them, and, and I, I think they're going to hang a number. I mean, the uh, the run. Oh, we don't have a run total in this game. At least I don't have one. You don't have one yet either, do you? Correct. Yeah, it's not out yet. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know what the run total is going to be, but it's in Fenway. Um, you you got to think it's probably going to be. I, I, I'm thinking at least nine and a half. Don't don't you think it'll be at least nine and a half, pushing ten? With Chirinos and Porcello, especially with Boston and Tampa Bay have been playing, do you think it's not? You think it comes in at nine and a half? I think it opens at nine. That was the kind of number that I was thinking, but I think you're close with nine and a half. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at. Um, but yeah, I, I like this team at Meadows, Fam, Low, Yandy's back. Avisil Garcia has been unconscious. Willie Adames just keeps hitting bombs every day. Uh, I, I like this team top to bottom. Yeah, and you're you're asking how don't you play Meadows? Well, you don't click the button next to fifty nine hundred. That's how you don't play him. But um, <laughs> he he's like a, he's like a top play on the slate. It's yeah. just it's really it's really hard for me to play Meadows at you know at almost the same price as Yelich. Um, so man, that's where it's like uh, you know so. Or, you know, and that's just kind of where I'm at. It's just really yeah, tough. Yeah, Yelich gets rookie Davis, who is no rookie. <laughs> right. And, like, Trout's oh, getting a lefty, and you're getting a discount on Trout. Like, I really think that Meadows is a top hitter on the slate, but I just – I don't know if I can play him over some of these other guys. Uh, as far as the, the Boston Red Sox go, we got to see if J.D. is going to play or not. Uh, left the game early. Yep on thursday so like he could be potentially out here um 
it was back spasms. Maybe they give him a day, um, but you know they can't give him too many days. The Red Sox did not have the greatest start to the season. So, uh, what are you looking at here for Boston? Yeah, man. I mean, the, the usual suspects really. It's Mookie. It's Benintendi. Just, just can't speak enough about how outstanding Devers has been this season. I mean, absolutely crushing the ball. Uh, so, you know, like I said, just the usual suspects, man. The same guys we'll talk about all the time. Uh, do, do we expect uh, Moreland to be back? It said he'll likely be activated off the injured list on Friday. So, I mean, if he's coming off on Friday, you got to think he's going to play, right? You don't think they're going to call him up and then just let him sit yeah. there, especially if uh, JD's out. Right, I'm expecting him to play. Are you expecting him to play? Yeah, he'll play. Okay. So, so yeah. So, Moreland, I mean – Moreland's probably my favorite bat on this team in this spot. Just 357 ISO, 19.5 K rate, 12% walk rate. Uh, I just I like what I'm seeing from him this season. Uh, he thinks he's out there back in Texas just smashing bombs. So I like this team top to bottom, man. Should Mookie be your first guy in in cash games today at 4,400? Like, isn't that price just too cheap for Mookie bets? Um, in my opinion, like – He's a, he's one of the first guys in for me in cash today. Yeah, gotta be. I I think what has happened is he he's been so not bad. good, bad. At, Just say yeah, it. at the beginning of the season, to where they they've they've adjusted the price down and haven't raised it up. And uh, now, you know, you're getting him for the same price as the Minnesota Twins. So, I forty four hundred in this spot, you play him. Period. Uh, couldn't agree more. Oakland at Texas, 10 and a half total. Brett Anderson, Lance Lynn. Uh, Anderson is a slight favorite, but it's a pick em game, really. Um, any interest here in either one of these pitchers? Man, I, I really I really want to play uh, Lance Lynn because he really has been good. Like, he's, he's really been good this season so far. Uh, it's just... I, I don't know if I can trust it. I feel like the price is too much. I, I don't like the price where he's at, but I mean he's he's pro he's probably going to face what two or two or three lefties at the most. Yeah, I, I think they, I they like could, that they, Stevie. I really they do. got they got Olsen, Grossman, and Profar, the three. Yeah, I, I think I like Lance Lynn today. I, I I don't like the price. I, I I will come out and say I don't like the price, but I think I actually think he's going to be okay. I'm definitely not playing Brett Anderson. Yeah, like price price is everything, obviously. But yeah, um, I, I it's it's really hard to click that button on Lance Lynn with the price. Um, is he cheaper? Handle warranted the price. That's the problem. Like you know, if he was out here pitching. 15 fantasy point games he wouldn't be there but this season man he's i mean it, it hasn't been like one game it's been like almost all of them you know yeah i get it i just i can't play landslide at this price um in <laughs> texas like 86 yeah. degrees with a wind blowing out to center at like 12 to 15 miles an hour like i, I just i can't do it and i and get I, it man i'm probably the one that's wrong here but you know i just for me, it's really tough to click the the price or the the name. So, 
I hope this game is on MLB TV. It probably won't be. Like, I want to watch this game because I, I've been struggling with why has Lance Lynn all of a sudden been dominating for such a long stretch and not, not getting blown up at all. So, I, But I'm with you, man. It, the weather says no. My heart says we should play him with, 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 his, with his recent form. Uh, fair enough. Uh, let's talk bats. Uh, we'll start with Oakland. You know, you really want to target lefties against Lance Lynn. Like Olsen would be – Olsen's in a prime spot here. He really is. Um, you know, whether you want to play him or not, first base is pretty loaded. But uh, Matt Olsen's in a prime spot. Wind's blowing out to heavily favor him when the left-handed batter's in this lineup. And, you know, Olsen's just in a great spot here. Yeah, and he's 4K. Uh, I mean, I think – I think Osa's cash game playable today. I, I do like Lance Lynn. Like, like trust me, I, I like him a lot. But we still know that Lance Lynn's Achilles heel is lefties. And Matt Olson's 4K in Texas with, with some of the best weather on the slate. So I, I think he's cash game playable at 4K today. Uh, I, I really like him. And, and first base is loaded, but I, I think Olson's right up there with the best of them. Um, Texas bats. Man, you got to like these guys, right? Like, this is just, it's a great spot to attack, um, you know, Brett Anderson. Hey, man, you know, you've been pinched. That's what they're saying out there in Texas. That's their new catchphrase. You've been pinched. And yet again, Homer Pence sends another one out of the stadium, uh, out of the ballpark. Steve, I think Hunter Pence has hit more homers this year than he has in the past five years. At least that's how it feels. Uh, the guy's been fantastic. And I think this is another spot that we can load up on Hunter Pence. The problem is the production has has given him a massive price increase. Uh, Hunter Pence is fifty five hundred, folks. Fifty five hundred. If you want to play him, you're absolutely going to have to make yourself play him at that price. I still think he has a good game. Don't like the price, but I like what he's been doing. He's one of my favorite plays. Uh, you know, the Shields, uh, for those of you out there, you know, you're looking at Plate IQ, I'll give you this one. And Andrus, both of these guys have incredible stolen base ratings today. If they're able to get on, and we know the Shields will try to run, uh, I think this it's just a good spot for this team, man. So I, I really like them a lot. Yeah, uh, I like Texas as well. I just ban it at Hunter Pence's price. It's just crazy. It um, is. He, he has one. He does. Uh, his walk rate's like 1%, too. You know he's going to put the ball in play, which is or strike out, which is perfectly fine with me. Um, but, yeah, I really like the Shields. Um, yeah, if Mathis is catching, he's an interesting – he's 2K. Like him and – Ooh, you already know. Ooh. Yeah, I can tell you right now, Jansen or, or um, you know, Mathis is going to be my catcher today. Now, hopefully one of them cracks the lineup because they're both 2K. Um, Pittsburgh at Milwaukee. We got rookie Davis against Brandon Woodruff. Uh, they moved Woodruff back a day. Um, Woodruff, a 240 favorite here in this nine and a half total. Any interest in rookie Davis? No, sir. And I am not letting these season numbers that we see in plate IQ fool me. Rookie Davis has not been good this year. Uh, if you go to Pirates AAA, he's just been terrible. Terrible. So, you know, I, I think they're probably just covering covering him up a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm not buying into these numbers, um, you know, as, as I went back and kind of looked at some of his stuff. 
uh, you know, pre-show, r- rookie's not good, and, and I'm not buying into this, man. So I, I think he, you know, I think they get to him even in his one, one, the one and the third or two innings or however many they're, they're going to let him go. I mean, we just we've seen this team just light people up in, in the first inning. I think that's what we see here today. Not touching rookie Davis, especially at fifty-seven hundred. Absolutely agree. Um, this dude allows a ton of home runs um, in AAA this season. Thirty-seven innings, one point four six home run per nine. Last year in the minors, his home run per nine was over two. Uh, he pitched. Yeah. He pitched with the Reds twenty-four innings um, in, in two thousand seventeen. Had a two point six three home run per nine. Like he just he allows a lot of home runs. And Milwaukee is at home, and we know what to do when Milwaukee's at home. Uh, Brandon Woodruff on the other side of this game, I like him a lot. Um, I, I liked him a lot potentially in the start yesterday um, against the Marlins, and then like Freddie Peralta came along, and like you know, I, man, I'm still so mad at myself. I had Woodruff in there. I went to Fulte, and if I just would have went to Peralta, like I would have won a bunch of tournaments. Um, so I'm just very frustrated with myself. But I really like this spot for Woodruff. He's been fantastic this season. He has a ton of strikeout upside. This team doesn't strike out as much, but I love pitchers that are going to be pitching with a lead that don't walk people already. Yeah, man, and I think – and Woodruff has been fairly cheap all year for, I think, the production we've been getting – I don't and get it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, he was priced up for like two games, and now he's all the way back down to 7,800. So I I think he's one of the best values on this slate. Um, I mean, a Woodruff to Grom pairing just really opens it up for you to, you know, it, it really does. So I, I like Woodruff here. I, I, I think even though Pittsburgh isn't striking out a ton, I still think, Woodruff has shown us that he can dial up the Ks. And so I still think he can go six innings and get six Ks uh, and maybe give up a run. So I I like him here. I think he's squarely in play. Yeah, and, like, he got rocked in his last start against Pittsburgh. Uh, I think that was actually his last start, too. Uh, Four innings, ten hits, six earned runs. So um, I hope that scares people off because I'm going right back to it. And I'm glad they gave him an extra day. Like, you know, that, that makes him a little bit more fresh for the start. So I love Woodruff here. Um, Pittsburgh bats, anything stand out to you for Pittsburgh? No, not really. Uh, I mean, listen, Josh Bell is just crushing everybody. Doesn't yeah. matter who it is. So, you know, if you want to play Josh Bell, I, I'm, I'm not going to fight anyone that says they want to play Josh Bell. But outside of that, you know, I, I think, you know, I think I'm going to pass. I'm not I'm not going to try to load up on this team. Yeah, I, I get it. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Um, so, yeah, just Bell, Moran starting to hit the ball better and better. You know, if you want to take a shot on one of those two guys, but I'm probably not going there personally. Um, Baltimore at Houston, eight total. Nona against um, Cole. Uh, any interest here in Gabriel Nona? Uh, not at all. Nope. Nope. And none. No. No. I'm, no I'm interest. None interest in Nona. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, no interest in Nona. Yeah, I just, I, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> God, humoring myself over here. That's all. Yes. 
Um, anyway, yeah, I don't have any interest in Noah. Um, I guess, yeah, Noah, I guess that's how you really say his name. But, yeah, I just <laughs> humoring myself a little bit. Garrett Cole, minus 350. Minus 350 Ooh. against Baltimore here. Um, is he going to be lower owned today just because of the pitchers on this slate? Stevie, yes, he is. He's my favorite pitcher on the slate, man. My fit on both sides, both all sides. Favorite pitcher. You got to think on the slate because here's the word on the street, Stevie. And, and it has been true. I'm not saying it's not true. But everybody in the industry is saying you can't play a high-priced pitcher and take down a tournament anymore. That's what everybody's saying. Don't don't we think Garrett Cole has 40-point upside on DK in this spot and, and, and probably 60 to 70-point upside on FanDuel in this spot? I say yes. What say you? He's had a 39-point game this season. Like, yeah, he has the upside. I, I mean, I, I think the upside's there. I think he's going to have very little ownership. And I, I he, he really is my favorite play on the slate. You can play him for cash. You can play him for tournaments. I, I just – I don't think he's getting any ownership, Stevie, for that reason. A guy of this caliber and this spot at home – and then you, you look at the numbers, Stevie, 37.4% K rate this season, 2.35 XFIP. There isn't anybody close on this slate today. He's got everybody by at least 10%. I, I just don't see how we write him off. I think he's going to be in single digits today. I'm loading up on Garrett Cole, period. Yeah, I like it. Um, certainly like it. You know, like I said, I'm playing one team today. I, I really think I end up on like Sorica, DeGrom, or Woodruff um, are the three guys that I'm considering. Uh, Kershaw, I guess, would be up there as well. But if I was playing three teams today, I'd have at least one Cole team. So um, just kind of put it in retrospect here. Um, I have zero interest in the Baltimore Bats. Uh, I know Cole's been giving up some home runs recently, but I'm not going to be in the business of trying to figure out where, if any, home runs are going to come from here. Yep, not doing it, man. Full fade. Full fade. Uh, as far as Houston goes, I don't mind Houston here. I do think this is a good spot uh, just all around. Um, a lot of fly balls, a lot of hard contact from Noah on the left-hand lefties. So, like, if you want to play guys like Brantley or Fisher – um, maybe even Redick that don't typically hit a ton of home runs. I do think this is a good spot. And then I think Bregman's a little interesting. I will say this dude, you know, has, uses his slider a ton and, and generates ground balls and strikeouts with a slider against righties. So this team, these righties really don't profile well against sliders. So uh, obviously it's a little concerning when looking at Houston. Yeah, man. I just, I just think this team is just, even if they don't hit a lot of bombs, I still think they'll string together runs. I mean, that's just what Houston is. They do have a few guys that can send it out of the park, like Bregman, like Torinos, uh, you know, and, but of course, you know, George Sprager is, is on the, uh, the DL, but uh, – uh, or the IL, or I said the DL, the IL. But um, either way, I, I just – I think this team will string together enough runs to make them viable, uh, but Bregman – one of the top plays on the slate at third base. Even even I know he's a righty, but the guy's just he's always scoring, man. Always scoring. He just doesn't let you down. You have to pay for him, but but I just I still like him. If you can fit him in, I, I still think he's a great play. 
Uh, moving on, White Sox, Royals, 10 total. Ivan Nova, Homer Bailey. Uh, Homer Ooh. Bailey is a 130 favorite. Uh, I'm going to loop these two pitchers together. Do you have any interest in either one? No. Yep, Ivan Nova, 416 Woba. Um, you know, to lefties, 379 Woba to righties. ISO over 200 to both sides of the plate, and his strikeout rate sitting around 13.5%. Homer Bailey's not been terrible. His Woba's really high. His strikeout rate's kind of low. He doesn't allow as many um, home runs to righties this season. Uh, but, you know, he's a guy that's sitting at 47.9% hard contact with a 36.4% hard to soft contact ratio. Let's talk some bats here. What do we like for the White Sox? Man, I mean, I, I think you have to like Yoan Moncada and Abreu. I mean, these guys. So, So let me say this. This is exact. This spot is exactly what the White Sox are. It's going to be boom or bust. I don't expect it to be in between. I think either Homer Bailey is going to troll us all and pitch a gym at forty five hundred, or the White Sox are just going to tee off on him. Th- those are the two options. I-, I don't see anything else, and the weather's conducive for them to crush Homer Bailey. Uh, these K rates are through the roof. But Moncada, he's my favorite, man, by, by far. He's my favorite. Abreu second. And I'm still I'm still not writing off Yonder Alonso. Uh, I just think, you know, for, for the price, I mean, he's 3,400, man. 3,400. Really like him. I, I think he's a cash game play on this slate for sure. Yeah, I played Ryland O'Hearn on Thursday. Uh, just gonna keep playing him. Uh, he's a guy that I'm. I'm just a sucker for Ryan O'Hearn. I guess Ryan O'Hearn to you is is uh, Jose Ramirez to me. That's our simile for the day, right? Uh, <laughs> I like this game stack quite a bit. Uh, Will, um, if I was yeah. playing multiple lineups today, I would have a game stack of this game. You know, I I put it in my notes. Um, you know, you touched on a lot of White Sox bats that I like. Looking at the Royals, like. Montessi, Gordon, Solaire. Solaire continues to hit with a ton of power. And, uh, you know, he's a little interesting here. But, yeah, this is a really good spot to look at just a full game stack of this game. Um, is there something that you wanted to talk about on the Royals side? Man, come on. You you already know. My boy Alex Gordon, man. Just, he just keeps crushing. He had another bomb today, Stevie. Another bomb. Uh, I, I like Alex Gordon here. He's actually my favorite Royal. Uh, I just keep playing him. And very rarely does he disappoint. So uh, I, I like him a lot today. You know, Mondesi is in play, obviously. Uh, you, you talked about Solaire. Solaire hit a bomb today. Oh, Chesler Cuthbert. That's what I want to talk about. Who's been playing now at 3,700. And he's been playing pretty well at 3,700. I mean, just raking. He's already hit, I think, three home runs since he's been – been back in the lineup, so I like him. Uh, I think he's another guy we we definitely add to our stacks. Don't don't leave him out. Yeah, uh, if he's in there, um, don't hate it. I think yeah, those are still out. Yeah, that's true. Those are still out. So that makes sense. Uh, Seattle at LA taking on the Angels. Marco Gonzalez, Andrew Heaney. Uh, Heaney's a one seventy six favorite. Any interest here in Marco Gonzalez? Uh, not this season. Uh, not right now. He's just he, – and not against this team. That's a hard pass. Yeah, like the dude that you kind of count on last year in certain spots um, just 
He just faced this team and gave up ten earned runs in four and two thirds. So, <laughs> so obviously, like I don't have any interest here in Marco Gonzalez. Um, and I like lefties against the Angels. I just I I can't play him. I probably played him in that start too. Um, Andrew Heaney on the other side of this game. Um, you know we haven't seen him much this season, but from what we've seen, he looks like that healthy Andrew Heaney. Um, uh, you know, the top prospect, Andrew Heaney. Uh, do you have any interest here? Slight. I, I do have some slight interest because uh, we've just seen Seattle continue to struggle with lefties this season. And, yes, Encarnacion is probably going to hit a bomb. I don't expect anybody else to hit a bomb. These K rates, Stevie, 22, 29, 33, 26, 33, 45, 28, and 30, that, and that's just from the projected lineup. Everybody's above 25% outside of two guys, and, and Malik Smith is at 22. Uh, yes, these numbers aren't going to stick for Haney. He's at a 43.9% K rate, 2.42 x fill. It's just two starts, okay? But the bottom line is, you know, he should strike out a ton of guys here. He's another guy I really like on this slate. If, if we're not playing Cole – I think Haney and DeGrom are probably our next best options in terms of price. Uh, and so I, I, I really like him here, man. Yeah, you know, Edwin hit two home runs off of Heaney in his last start. Um, and, you know, Heaney put up 24.5 in that game. So, exactly. you know, <laughs> I, I, obviously there's a lot of strikeout upside here, you know. The Mariners are 12th in Team Woba against lefties this season, but that doesn't tell us everything. You know, they're, they have a 26.1% K rate, and they have the second lowest ISO or hard hit rate against left-handed pitching this season. So I don't think that Woba tells us everything we need to do. I think he needs an interesting tournament play here today. Um, as far as Seattle bats, uh, you know, E5, Santana, Hanniger would be the three guys, but really it's E5. Not just because he just hit two home runs off this guy. He just mashes lefties. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. You know, Edwin's been doing this, God, 10 years plus now, we would say, Stevie. Just crushing. So, you, you know, he's a lefty. It's just like Nelson Cruz. Lefty on the hill. Doesn't matter who it is. Plug him in and, and uh, expect some good results. So E5 would be the only guy I would play off this team. But I actually wouldn't play him with Heaney today. I wouldn't do it. Uh, as far as the Angels go, you know, Trout's in an incredible matchup here. It's an incredible matchup. Um, he profiles as my top overall hitter on the slate. Um, batted ball profile wise, he, he just he profiles so well here. Like it's just, it's an incredible spot for Mike Trout. Yeah, man, I like Trout. Another guy I want to plug in that you know. We don't talk about, but we used to talk about many, 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 many moves ago. Albert Pujols. I know he's 4,300, but I like him today. I think this is a good spot for him. I definitely think he's going to be in a position to drive in some runs. Really excited about him. Uh, our good buddy, Mr. Cesar Puello, 4,100. Uh, if he cracks the lineup, which I, I hope he does, I think this is a good spot for him as well. You know, and you already talked about Trout, but these are guys we, we like, we should uh, want to have exposure to because this is just an outstanding spot with the way Gonzalez is pitching right now. I lied. He's the second overall hitter in my model today. I forgot. I didn't scroll up all the way. It's Yelich. Um, okay. Yeah, Yelich was one. Trout was two. Um, 
Gotcha. Trout's a little cheaper today, though. Um, I still think I'm playing Yelich for what it's worth. Like, Man, let's use the number one bat at my model because I, I don't have I, I haven't been looking at it because I've been uh, uh, looking at something else. But man, let's just plug this in and, and see who it is. Uh, da, da, da. I'll take I'll take my number one. I'll take Yelich against your number one. <laughs> uh, so Yelich is one, two, three, four. Yelich is fifth in my model today. Trout has actually got Yelich beat out. Trout is fourth. I, I can't really give you my number one because I don't think he's going to play. It's actually Shinsu Chu. But uh, Mankata is, is, the, is the number two today for me. So technically, he's my number one. Like it. Um, yeah. I'll, still, I'll still take Yelich. Um, <laughs> yeah, it gets Ricky Davis, of course. Um, yeah, so Washington at San Diego, nine total here. Uh, Fede against uh, Marge Vicious. Um, pick him game. Any interest here in Eric Fede? Oh, man. I, I have slight interest, Stevie. Like, the slightest of slights, only because I think we know what he is. Uh, and I, I think he's cheap enough. If No, no, no. He's not cheap enough. Not on this side. Not on DK. On, on FanDuel, he is. But on DK... No way I play Fetty at this price on, on, on DK. Just no. Sorry. On FanDuel, he's fine. He's 5,800. Like, if you want to load up on the bats on FanDuel, I think Fetty's your guy. Seriously. Yeah, this team does strike out, you know, against righties. He is very good against righties. He just doesn't strike righties out. Like, that's the thing. Like, zero, zero strikeouts. And, like, on a 14-game on a slate, you're going to need some Ks. So, um, but he'll get the win today on FanDuel. I'm telling you. Oh, he should. Um, <laughs> Marjavicius has been terrible. He's been terrible <laughs> against righties. He's been terrible against lefties. His team's really good against left-handed pitching. Uh, do not play Marjavicius today. Stevie, so I feel like I've been the Miami whisperer because I think last weekend Miami was playing San Diego. And March of Vicious was on the hill. I think this was a Saturday. And I think I talked about the fact that I felt like Miami had a really good shot to do some damage. And, of course, they just smashed March of Vicious. Is Miami good? No. Is March of Vicious bad? Absolutely. I think we need to be targeting Washington on this slate. Is the ballpark the best? No. But this is one of the best spots Washington is going to get right now. I mean, man, Turner, Eaton. Just, just look up and down. If you've got played IQ, folks, Stevie, do you see these ISO numbers against left-handed pitching for these guys? Rendon through Robles. It's unreal. I mean, I think Washington is a top stack for me today, man, and they're not going to have any ownership at the end of the night against Margaret Vicious when you've got a team in Texas, when you've got Boston, when you've got Kansas City, when you've got Oakland. I, I just don't see – how anybody loads up on Washington. I think this is one of the best stacks you can play today. Yeah, I like it too. Um, there's a lot to like. Anthony Rendon, every time he faces the lefty, is just oh, fantastic. So him and Howie Kendrick are always guys that I really like. Um, you know, Robles has been raking too. Yeah, and he'll be lower owned because he'll be batting towards the bottom of the order. So Ooh. it is a good spot to look at Washington. Uh, as far as San Diego goes here, like, you know, Tatis is back now. Um, I expect this team to be a team that we're going to be talking about a lot. I just don't know, like, 
this guy gets so many ground balls against righties. He just uses a sinker uh, sinker curveball uh, combo that just generates so many ground balls that I, I have a tough time playing guys outside of like Reyes, um, really Reyes. Yeah, I mean, if if yeah, I was thinking maybe Josh Neal was in the lineup, but even excuse me, even him. I don't know, man. I think I'm just gonna fade this team today. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm just gonna bank on uh, Mr. Feedy or Fed Feedy. I gotta look up the pronunciation of his name on Wikipedia or something. We'll just, we'll just say uh, E. Look up, look up the numbers for Mr. E. I just, I, I think I side with him over these bats today. Only on Fanduel. I never play him at that price on DK. I'm gonna be fading the Padres offense. Yeah, the Washington broadcasters call him Fed, so I guess we need to call him Eric Fed. Uh, Mr. Fed, there we go. Uh, L.A. at San Francisco, 7.5 total. Clayton Kershaw, Drew Pomerantz. Uh, Kershaw is a 235 favorite here. Um, Kershaw, one of the best pitcher ballparks in baseball, facing one of the worst teams in baseball against left-handed pitching. Do I need to say more? No, you do not. Uh, Kershaw is an elite play. I think the only thing that would make this matchup better is if we had Bumgarner on the other side. They Just do. They, they, tend to, they tend to pitch against each other all the time, too. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> well, we get Bumgarner right today. <laughs> yeah. I think Kershaw is one of the best plays on this slate. Um, for me – I don't think I end up there on a 14-game slate just because I think guys in this range have more upside. Um, yeah, I think Kershaw has upside, don't get me wrong, but I think Kershaw is more likely to throw like a 25-point game here where Sorica and, and Cole and these guys could you know go 35, 30 to 35. So Kershaw is in a great spot. I, I think he's a you know very solid option here today. Um, I, I think he's one of the safest pitchers on the slate, if not the safest pitcher on the slate. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I, I like Kershaw here. Um, but it's like you said, if if I was going to play Kershaw today, I really do think I, I really do like Garrett Cole today, man. Like a great deal, and so I'm I'm willing on this slate to pay up because I know people aren't going to pay him. And aren't going to, aren't aren't going to play him, um, and so I th- I think for me I I spend a thousand and play Cole over Kershaw today. I think Cole, and not even I think I know Cole has to strike out stuff right now, um, and Kershaw's still outstanding, but he he doesn't have nearly as much K upside as, as Cole right now. Um, let's see here. The other side, Drew Pomerantz. Any issue? Any interest in him? No. That's where I'm at, too. Um, Dodgers bats, you know, I think Justin Turner is price fair. I think Kiki Hernandez is price fair. David Freeze, you know, you worry about the pinch hit. As soon as, you know, he gets the opportunity to be pinch hit for, he'll be pinch hit for. Bellinger's a fantastic play. He's just so expensive um, that it's really tough to play him. Uh, That's kind of my thoughts on this team. Yeah, I I, I do think that – the Dodgers are in play today. And they're another team at the end of the night that's not going to have any ownership because of this awful ballpark. But we've just seen Drew Pomerantz get rocked, man. And, it, and it's been in every ballpark, including this one. 
uh, which I think I think this is Oracle Park now, not AT and T, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I, I like the Dodgers here, man. I, I like these righties. I think they're in play. Pomerantz hasn't shown the ability to to get through clean. I think this is another team we can look at that's just been hitting at an elite level all, all season. Yep. Um, it's just it's 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 tough to get to those top guys. I like the mid range guys. Turner's yep. just he's re- he's way too cheap at forty two hundred. So um, he's probably my favorite play here. And like um, if Chris Taylor's in there, I know he's been really cheap on Fanduel. Like he makes a lot of sense over there on Fanduel. Uh, he's thirty four hundred on DK. He's really cheap. If he's He's been batting leadoff, and you know, obviously, the first opportunity he gets, he you know, could get pinch hit for. But if the game gets out of hand with Kershaw pitching, they might not pinch hit for guys. They might let these guys play and like give Jock Peterson the day off or something like that. So, you know, it's always something that you got to remember as well. Um, Giants bats. You know, Tyler Austin has been good against left-handed pitching. You know, since the start of last season, he's always a guy that I really like. But I don't think I'm going to play any of these bats today. Yep, not a single one. Uh, let's play the morning grind game, Will, and then we're going to get out of here for the weekend. Um, give me a guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts on this slate. Uh, give me Tyler Malley. I like it. I'm going to take Woodruff. I like it. Yep. Um, under 8K or over 8K to score under 15 fantasy points. Who's your bust today? Oh, easy, man. Give me Marcus Stroman. All right. Oh, there was a guy. I, I got to pull oh, there, up. There's plenty today. Like, seriously. I know, <laughs> but there was one. Oh, Kelly. Yep. Yeah. Man, Kelly, as a matter of fact, Stevie, we could just give you all of those. Kelly, Stroman, Torinos, <laughs> Eric, Fed, all of them. Under 50. Um, all right, Will. Um, give me a guy over 4K to hit a home run today. Man, I'm going. I'm going deep diving. A guy we've talked about. A guy I like a lot on this slate. Give me Victor Robles, man, in the seven hole. Victor Robles in the seven hole. All right. I want to say Yelich. I feel like that's cheating, so I'm not going to say Yelich. But I am going to stay on that team, and I'm going to give my expensive home run today in Mike Mustakas. Like it, yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, under 4K to get two hits today. Who do you got for your cheap bat to get two hits? Uh, give me, give me Nick Castellanos at 3,600, man. Too cheap. All right. I'm going to take Vlad. I really like Toronto today. I know yeah. we talked about them a long, long, long time ago. Uh, yeah. but they're really cheap. You know, Toronto, Milwaukee stack kind of works just for what it's worth. Uh, stack to score six or more runs today. Will, who do you got? Man, give me Washington. <laughs> I like Washington so much today. Give me the Nationals. I'm going to stick with my, my theme here. I'm going to go Blue Jays. Um, I like the Blue Jays quite a bit in this spot. So, um, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here for the weekend? Man, uh, welcome home, Dallas Keuchel. Welcome home. <laughs> on that note we're gonna get out of here i hope everyone has an awesome weekend uh, my weekend is going to be great uh watching my daughter dance and uh if you want the nascar package all the content will be up it's gonna be a crazy week schedule is posted on my twitter if you're looking to play fantasy nascar make sure you check that out um, rotorgrinders.com slash nascar 
all your great NASCAR stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll be back Monday. Have a great weekend, and I um, hope everyone crushes today, and we'll see you then.